My grandpa like was a farmer and then when he came to America he worked in a clothing factory like textile factory and like like cheap labor yeah. that you can find around New York City back in the 90s yeah that's the thing is and you got to remember like back in that time like I'm sure the women wanted to get their feet bound it was because it was culturally programmed that you are a woman you are beautiful so it was like I think like I mean I'm sure some of them wanted it like I think so of, like, as a mother pressure. as a mother I'd be like if I bind your feet you would most likely be of a better social status eventually because one you would not be able to walk so you would not be able to farm and i could just marry you off to someone richer but then as a child it's like a traumatic experience you're three four having your foot broke foot bones broken and then some people literally had their feet rot and die yeah it happened a lot it was very bloody like a lot of infections going on your feet usually smelled like like you think our feet Rotting smell like flesh. nachos? Yeah, their feet were literally like gangrenous, like whatever the word is, like disgusting. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of that in Chinese history. I know that specifically with um, scholars and painters, there was a lot of eunuchs that were like primarily a lot of scholars and monks and actual religious. Um, yeah, they were castrated. Exactly, and like that, the accounts of that were, of course, yeah. and the accounts of that were like really hard to read because you know it was a painful life. And you never fully, like, actually were, a, I guess, a full developed human because their accounts and their journal entries were that it was a very, very painful existence. And also it smelled horrible from what I've yeah, read. They, they would pee themselves. Literally. Don't you just love Chinese medicine? They wouldn't be able medicine? to hold in their pee. But that's that didn't just happen in China. That happened in, like, yeah. the Middle East. They would castrate black men yeah. to work in the harems in um, in Istanbul and Turkey and all and wherever. Before and modern medicine. Yeah. So it was just... No, no. You know why they would do it? Because they would work around women. They were like, oh, if we don't castrate them, they're going to... Impregnate my workforce and yeah. et cetera. And my women, my hair, my sacred harem. Oh, uh, okay. Or like even in... Um, same thing some, with the eunuchs. Like it's the same concept. Yeah, it's the same concept. And then like Mecca, like the holy city for like Muslims, there is these still to this day, there's like the last remnants of the eunuchs mm -hmm. who are all black, of course, because the Arab slave trade was real. And um, they, they, what they do is they manage like the women's section of like the mosque because like it's separate. So like in order for them to have access and nobody to question it, they would have to be castrated, which is so Oof. fucked up, you know. On and I love how they just pick black men because yeah. their dicks are huge and they're just so fucking intimidated. I know. Yeah. On that note, the, the like Chinese imperialism definitely exists. Like them taking over Vietnam. Um, at least the I think the indigenous population of Japan. And just all over um, what was considered like Indochina, which is you know, Laos, uh, like Burma, yeah, yeah. I mean, Myanmar, Nepal, etc. Mm -hmm. Especially in Nepal and Tibet, like there's so much conflict, and none of it is right. Yeah. Yeah, China is is kind of like it's the same everywhere. Like all all civilizations have like this superiority of just taking over. Um, yeah. Land resources. Land resources and, and just sucking of, the land dry. Yeah, superiority. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to run to the little girl's room. What was that? I'm going to run to the little girl's room. Oh, you're good. You're good. My mouth is right here. I don't know why you're going. Yeah. <laughs> Open up, tinkle, beach. Tinkle, tinkle. All that eunuch talk got you. Uh... Yeah, sake is running through it. And I got another bobble too, by the way. It's sitting right there. It's for us to split. Right on the table, you dumb bitch. 
She looked like in the distance. I love it. Starving and gory. I hate you. I don't know if it's good. I don't know if it's good. I just got it. It is. Fuck it. You want to use this, James? In the meantime. What would you like to talk about while our friend is, um, you know, about London because I got love for the underground. What London? I don't know shit about London. I don't even know what's going on there. Hey, in London, what we do is we divide the cars. Things you got people where the Asians live, and you got place for the whites. Right, right. And we don't like to mix them. We got Caribbeans in the middle, and if the Caribbeans mix with Asians. That's all right. But if the whites mix with the Caribbeans, we we'll have a lot of issues. So we just keep it that way, and it's just the way it's been, and we like it that way. I mean, I guess so. I have no idea what their cultural, you know, landscape looks like, to be honest, so or it, what their cultural demographics look no, like. I like soca like. music. I listen to soca sometimes, but well, that doesn't really tell you a lot about what you're talking about. Well, I mean, I don't want my neighbors bumping the soca. Well, the, the grind, the grinding is what they call right, it. but the darling, grinding, it doesn't tell you anything about what's dancing. I understand that, but what, what, what's really not telling me anything about what you're talking about is what the cultural landscape looks like. Like, you're not telling me shit about what it's like to live in London when you're not white. I don't know what you, I don't know what you're trying to tell me. Well, London is the void, like I said, it's different. You have to some right. places are more upscale, and you know you go there, of course, time. and then some places are a little more like roughy shanty you know like a favela in brazil something like that right and you keep it separate it's better for our families our women they prefer to be safer in these neighborhoods than living around with these okay these uh so you're really not telling me shit is what you're telling me you're really not telling me shit what i'm saying is what are you saying if you go you sound like you're not saying shit go to hagrid and ask him for the (laughs) right puffy wuffy okay he'll give you a puffy wuffy in a voil right bring him right back Uh uh-huh we put in the poly juice okay you drink it of course look like crab and goil right we do our business Uh get back to dumbledore (laughs) report it and live on with our lives we came here to make a difference. Are those Harry. the steps? Are we those came the here okay, to gotcha. change the course of wizarding history? Oh my god! Of course. And I'm sorry, I forgot. You are the chosen one. You're the boy who lived. Oh, not my gay ass. Let me touch your I'm forehead. I'm pretty sure boy. Harry Potter wasn't trans. Bring your trans. forehead over here, boy. I'm pretty sure Harry Potter wasn't trans and blonde, but Harry Potter. I mean, I appreciate it. <laughs> Harry Potter was a lot of things, but what he was a dumbass. Is what a was. liar. He spent seven whole years at a fucking school and he still can't defend himself. And actually, what's even funnier is that seven years, he still is using Expelliarmus as a main <laughs> fucking spell. Stupefy. I find it super funny that you're best friends with Hermione Granger, who's one of the A-class students in that school, and you still use Expelliarmus as a main defense tool against bitches who actually want to take your life. I absolutely holler. His Patronus is a fucking pony. No, it's a deer, you dumbass. It's got four legs. It it, right, it's a deer. It's not a pony. It's a stug. It's a, de- it's a deer. It's a stug. All right, well, that's the same. <laughs> it's not. One You're a fucking... D- <laughs> I hate talking to you about shit. Back. I really do. It's the same goddamn thing. And she's back Also, isn't that like a personification of like his father? I think, no, or of Snape. I don't know, that's some shit like that. Is it his dad? The stag in Harry Potter is his dad. Oh, you never... You, she wouldn't know. Thank you. She said that. You oh, you did? <laughs> yeah, I th- I I, I'm proud to say I owned... Okay. I mean, I could only afford the last book, but I've read through all of them. Yo, people got pissed when um, JK made Harry's love interest Cho Chang. Yeah, Cho Chang is... A, fuck JK Rowling. Yeah. Let's just talk about that. How the... Na- is it Nagi or Nagai? Who? In the movie, the Nagini? snake. Yeah, Nagini. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I have a c- Nagini uncle named Nagi, is an enslaved Asian snake person, 
and you know jk rowling's out here like Wait, saying really? that dumbledore is um gay. a non-binary um, gay yeah. uh icon you know buy um, my book or saying uh harry was actually um asexual but you know just for the purposes okay no, i'm just making shit up now no but like honestly if you actually go into the harry potter fandom in depth that's what they all say but also one of the funniest things that i ever read was on tumblr and it was a post that said i cannot believe dumbledore was on grinder while he was fighting the basilisk <laughs> exactly exactly that's the type of shit that jk rowling put so, us on like honestly that really resonated with me because the fact of dumbledore being on like fucking like scruff while harry was fighting the basilisk kills me every time because we all know that that gay was some kind of like silver daddy who was like willing to pay some young wizard to be like so if you want to learn some real defense against the dark arts come to my office and say the magic word lemon drop defense (laughs) against the dark farts that's what that should turn into quick look into these groups yeah, J.K. Rowling's so desperate to win millennial, you know, PC points that she already has. She already won our hearts. She doesn't have to keep trying. Exactly. She um, just. I think she got a little defensive, and you know, white woman. She wants to. She's clout chasing. That's what it very, is. She wants to stay relevant. Very. She also said Hermione was black, and then somebody. I was talking about this on another oh, podcast. Yeah, she had curly red hair. Like. Yeah, and then like somebody put, pilled out her. Dis- she wasn't black. No, that that is people who are actually fans of the show have said that she's a black girl. But then, like, it's not J.K. Oh, Rowling okay. who said she was black. That they were they were fans that were saying that she is literally a black girl. Mm-hmm. And, but we just and, painted her white. And J.K. Rowling and her usual idiot <laughs> self was like, "I'm glad you all finally read through the lines of my text or whatever she bullshit she said." Took credit for it. But then, like, apparently in the description, it describes Hermione as being pale, pale skin. So I don't know where, where she's going right. with this. She's white. Yeah, she's definitely white. She's white. But everybody who's read the books has said that she's a black girl. Mm-hmm. They've literally said that she should have been and she is a black okay. girl. It's just my people projecting. We want to see things that aren't there sometimes. And can we talk about Cho Chang? It's just an algamation no! of two last I'm gonna names. I'm going to fight you. I'm going to fucking fight your... St- <laughs> Shut the fuck the, up. The Pottermore no! in her jumped out. No, that is cutting black women short and you are stupid for that. No. Hermione is not black. No, she's not, and that's what people are saying, you fucking idiot. Oh my god. I'm saying that some people want to see that. You know? I just felt I, I was, was a Ravenclaw. If you nobody cares. If you literally <laughs> read between the fucking lot I'm a Huffle Mugglepuff. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Ooh. Well, I think I was a tie between Slytherin and Ravenclaw. Actually, if they gave me Huffle Mugglepuff because I'm a Virgo, but actually I'd be in Ravenclaw because they were like the studious ones. Them. Can I just talk about how wet I was for Draco Malfoy, like the whole series? You like, like you loved him? I was like, uh, bad boy, come here. Like, No, it was all about <laughs> McCormick. You're oh, lame. You're lame. I would fuck the shit out of McCormick. I can see James with um Seamus Finnegan. Oh fuck yeah. No. Wait, which one was Finnegan? And if you liked real daddies, you'd go for Sirius Black. Which one was he? He was the Irish one. I'm sorry, Harry. My mom said some things about you. I wanna apologize. <laughs> Sick ass Wait, Irish. Who? I don't know. I left the Harry po- so Potter fandom mom, a long time ago. Um I don't know which book, but when like Harry was like like the the Daily Prophet was talking shit about him, so Seamus Finnegan's mom bought into the propaganda. Wait, the photographer? No, that's oh. Dean Thomas, oh. who was dating Ginny, but <laughs> then he was a dick because he was a fuckboy. Wait, Finnegan? Seamus Finnegan? I don't know. I don't think he dated anybody. He just jerked off a lot in the Gryffindor common room. Um, okay. Seamus Finnegan sure. was Irish, and he was like, my dad's a mu- my mom is a mother, my dad's a witch. No. My- <laughs> My mom's a witch. My dad's a muggle. Uh, 
Yeah, no, you're absolutely 100% wrong. If I were to actually get with anybody in the in, in the entire Hogwarts school, it'd be A, McCormick, B, Wood, the uh, the captain of the Quidditch team. Oh, I would fuck destroy yeah. Wood. I would destroy Wood. We live a good varsity Quidditch boy. Exactly, and he was really sweet and actually very cool in the books. I would have legitimately destroyed Wood. I would have changed his life. I would have been like, you're all about that trans shit. Period. And McCormick, I like. I would hit him up if I was ever like in the mood, but like other than that, I'd be like, "You do not talk to me when the sun is up. When the sun is up, Meet and me we're in going the to class after midnight. Exactly. When the sun is down and like everyone's asleep, then you can talk to me. Besides that, do not text me or write me a parchment letter or whatever bullshit that they used, or like send me some mysterious letter by your animal or whatever that bullshit is. <laughs> Yo, he sent me a howler. What's that mouth? What's that mouth do? What's that mouth do? <laughs> And that shit just plays in the middle of the cafeteria. <laughs> in front of everybody. Mm, James, I just want you to... <laughs> beep, 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 if he sent me a howler, I would fucking die laughing. Like, I open up an envelope and it's like, I want to fuck you! Like, okay, Spread that buzzy. Right. So, um, I don't know who this is from. I think it's from my dad. And I'm like in the middle of like the quad where like... Or like, what is it? The cafeteria where they're eating shit at those long tables. And I'm like, I have no You're idea You're on like junior varsity Quidditch. And then it just like plays in the no, middle ma'am. of the field. No, I would legitimately be in the arts club, which, you know, surprisingly, now that we're talking about it, I don't think they ever had an arts club. They were lame like, and homophobic. Be, like, in, like, herbology and shit. Uh, no, no, that's stupid. No. That's horticulture. No. They actually didn't actually, have like, I did an want arts club. to be in horticulture, like if I was in Hogwarts. Actually, I wanted to do that in high Potions. school, but when I took it, I was like, fuck But I'm this. not good at chemistry. Let me rethink that. Um, we'll see. My dumbass thought that potions would be more fun than chemistry because it's like a magical world. Isn't there like a divine arts thing? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. I don't think it's arts. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I I don't remember divine arts. I know that I would do Trelawney's um class. divination. Yes. yes. Divination. I would eat that shit up. And just the, I love the her. shit when they read the tea leaves. That's my exactly. shit. Exactly. Hello, Chinese people. And then who was that? Who was that one black guy? Who was only in that movie? Who was like super black? He was um, he was like, he was like, it's like trying to catch. Smoke. It's like trying to catch smoke with your bare hands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would he have like him talk to me bitch. like that. <laughs> Hell yeah. He literally was like, it's like trying to catch smoke. It's like trying to catch smoke with your bare hands. When they're talking about serious black, yeah. and like trying to catch him because he was a criminal, he was on the run. I th- I feel and like I'd say like you want to catch his pussy with your bare hands. With your bare hands. <laughs> <laughs> You're at a fucking dormitory full of magic. You're a legit monster, and I want you to know that. It wasn't, like, it wasn't a more Come fucking on, you, in there. You, because you set me up for that. Do you think they have, like, charms to, like, get their libidos low? Because they're all, like, that has to be it. Yeah. Flitwick be teaching, and I'm like, and just pointing at your at your rectum. You, that's what the forbidden section of the library was. was <laughs> you'd have to actually find those books and be like, how do I get it up when like, I can't? Like, I need a charm for that shit right now. Like, and they'd be like... Erectus Patronus. It was was wizarding um, Kama Sutra. There's like a one in every like image like inserted somewhere. There's like some feminist wizardry like literature for like female lesbians who are like also wizards and it was like how to get your actual click going with like charms and spells. How to create a magic dildo or strap on. That was a Patronus. Okay. Period. Phoenix feather dildos. Look, I was really happy when like they just brought up the idea of like there are global 
magic schools. So there was like one in Africa, one on every continent or something. Africa? Yeah, in Asia. And I was like, awesome. In fact, I was like, let me see an Asian fucking Hogwarts. Fuck it up. Yeah. You know. Wait, I mean, thinking about like Asian history, you guys should have one. Cause like confusion, all that like like um chemistry and like herbology and like Chinese medicine herbs. Was this in the books? I think it was like after the books were written. Like J.K. Rowling kind of toyed with the idea and was like, "No, that explains it. That sounds like her dumbass." I know. She was like, "Wait, wait, but but there's one for (laughs) black people too." It's like, okay, now we have segregation? This is Jim Crow? <laughs> right. What is this? You know some dumbass on Twitter was like, oh, so J.K. Rowling, there's like other schools for other ethnicities? And, and she's you like, yes. know her dumbass was like, of course there are, sweetie. <laughs> Didn't you read that in the seventh book? British accent, please. That's like the under... That's like the undercanon of like the seventh book is that there's like actual ethnicity schools. I actually mentioned it like in the fifth book. And in the African school, all the women have natural hair like you, little girl. And she like tussles her hair. (laughs) (laughs) It's like we didn't talk about that, but I guess that's where we're going. Like, I guess we would have to go into like fanfic of like, you know, people actually having cultural relevance in these schools you know the only schools we saw were the one in the in the goblet of fire and they're both white schools like there was an evil russian school Boo. and then there was a french one when, and there, i didn't see any black girls there there was like one mixed girl to be like show me a shoddy with bantu knots period <laughs> a shoddy with what bantu knots what what are what bantu knots oh that's oh the bantu yeah i don't know what that i don't know the hairstyles we just call them uh, braids Ban- oh yeah yeah James, stop. Okay. I don't know if it's because I'm this drunk, but I would still kiss Ferris directly on the mouth. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Like, I... To all the you're podcast like, listeners dude, out there, I have, like, the looking biggest... Luscious. Literally, I have the biggest crush on this man. You have no idea. And it's really hard to sit this close and to she him. She told me... She told me at fucking Baskin Robbins when we're hanging out with Britt. I'm like, okay. Oh, how romantic. Um, I'm usually the one who initiates it. Let me just expound, like, like expound upon that with everybody who's listening to this podcast. I'm usually the one who's like... I'm really attracted to you. You do whatever you want with it. And like, I'm the polar opposite. You know that. No girl. I let them know. I'm like, first of all, I'm attracted to you. This is what it is. You do what you want with it and let me know. But other than that, I'm going to continue my life. I'm very like discreet. No, you got to be up front with shit because if you're not up front, like let's say like you do like somebody and they don't, and they actually like you back. You're never going to know. You're never going to get to hit it and taste it. Well, like, I guess that's why I didn't date till college. <laughs> and that's why me and him haven't dated right there. <laughs> <laughs> like a Sam's Club sampler. Mm. That's what that is. I still remember I used to go to fucking Uno's Pizza and order mozzarella sticks because it was the 90s. What the fuck was wrong with me? Uno's Pizza? You, you guys don't know Uno's? You never heard of Uno's fucking pizza? Where are you from? Massachusetts. Okay, all right. That's what we're not going to talk Uno's about. Uno's Pizza was like... Massachusetts deep- is like just land of sin in like all of new england y'all should be like executed (laughs) oh new england is horrible i'm never moving back oh okay 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 so you're not true new englander because like i I met someone from rhode island oh god Uh, what what about rhode island you talking about coffee milk okay i don't think you're ready for this like where are you from providence not kingston okay okay so someone i know i think is around like from around providence so like you know i talked about like how RISD was my dream school and obviously brown is there too but like he just emanated like just northern energy like bitch owned like tims and like uh, like you you bugging my my dude like my guy bee. you bugging <laughs> bee and like being from new york of course i've heard all that already so it's like uh, yeah that's not even 
New England culture is not like that. New, New England culture is fucking Abercrombie lacrosse. Oh, yes! The Ghanaian guy that I know, he's from Massachusetts. And... Um, he wears Abercrombie? He's from U- UMass Dartmouth. And oh. he's... I asked him. He was wearing a sweater to Walmart. And he was complaining. It was like 75 degrees out. He's like, wow, it's so hot out here. And I was like, you say that, but you're wearing a sweater. Like a knit sweater. Like what you have on. Yeah. And he just like kind of chuckled. And he's like, well, I don't own any t-shirts. And I was like, what? And then he said he only owns button downs and like khakis and like office wear and like frat wear as a black man. That's not northernism. That's (laughs) capitalism. That is cis-heterocapitalism in a nutshell. And that's most Maybe he's a software engineer. Girl, that is most philosophy majors, math majors, business majors. That just screams like, you know, you stare at a computer all day and you were meant for the corporate world. You should just tell me that you're a poli-sci major and I would have left an hour ago. But I feel like people from Charlotte who work in the same field, at least they own like t-shirts and like jeans and stuff like that. People dress like ass and Polos. They dress like I'm they'll wear like those like athletic shorts. But I love in the that. Winter. Yeah. Yeah. You like they wear like that. sweatpants. Huh? Everyone wears sweatpants to everything. No, like, I those, haven't like, met that. Remember those sweatpants that have like college? They have the name of your college on oh, the side. Oh yeah, then that's, that's fucking lame. And they tuck them into UGGs. I mean, it just kind of sounds like you're describing everyone down here. So I don't see. You. And then you don't shower in the winter because people in Massachusetts don't shower in the winter because water. You'll get cold. like 16 feet of snow. Yeah. <laughs> I have family that live in like Braintree and shit like that, and every Braintree winter, Braintree is ratchet. Mm-hmm. Braintree mm-hmm. is like the hood, mm-hmm. and they own Chinese takeout, so you know. Yeah, and like every winter, they're like, "Yeah, we're we're um just you know chilling in the house because we literally can't leave," and I'm like, "It's sixty in Charlotte mm-hmm. or Raleigh." <laughs> my mental health took a fucking turn at Massachusetts because you're in cabin cabin fever. I was like depressed my whole life because we're just like at home all day. And, like, when you live in, like, a toxic family and you're at home and you can't leave because the snow is, you know, caving you in. Boo. Like, where the fuck do you go? And, like, you know, it's the fucking worst. I couldn't do that. I couldn't do it anymore. Like, it was bad. And, you know, I was never on medication. I started Prozac when I came here. I fucked that shit. I stopped taking it. I've heard a lot of... It made me feel like a zombie. It Immerse action. I mean, like, uh, reactions to it. Yeah. I felt like I was, I was like, con- my mind was floating and I had no grip on anything. And, like, if you, like, talked to me, I couldn't speak to you. I was just like, ah, okay. Yeah. And, like, I couldn't formulate thoughts. It was really scary. Um, Being on Zoloft, like, I see a significant change in, like, my mental well-being compared to last year. Like, from being, you know, like... I don't know, content warning, like depressive, suicidal, etc. So like it's a big difference, but then I also feel manic. Like I go through times like that where it's like severe impulses and stuff like that. I don't know. It's time to see a psychiatrist, you know? Yeah, speaking of suicidal, yeah, I've there was a point where I was so suicidal that my dad had to literally take all the knives in the house and like hide them. Yeah. And we we only use butter knives, so I can cut anything with a butter knife, so hit me up. I'm talking about <laughs> avocados. I can cut anything with a I can eat butter. yogurt with, with chopsticks. <laughs> <laughs> Asian teens. I'm dead serious. I'll eat anything with chopsticks. And oh like if but then if I'm at like a fast food like mall court, then I'll just use a fork just because we're surrounded. I'm not gonna bring a pair of chopsticks with me. You can just go to the sushi place and just take them because they're free. Yep. I used to do it all the time. I don't like wooden chopsticks. You That's like the actual screaming like, tourists in me. Like I need acrylic or like wooden, like just polished. The polished ones. The, the, the smooth ones. Yeah. 
We had like I got a set that has Gudetama on them, That's and there's like five pairs. What's Gudetama? <laughs> I have no idea what that is. Gudetama is like the new Hello Kitty. It came out of Japan, and it's just this um, icon of like an egg, and it's like really sleepy and lazy, and it's like, like it'll have like a little caption like on the bottom, like I don't want to move today. It's like that Pokemon that um, she used to that. What's her name? Misty used to carry around. Similar to Togepi, Togepi. but like, but very lazy and like lethargic. Yeah. I'll show you Gudetama. Wait, there is an actual like duck slash bird like chickadee that uh-huh. Sanrio came out with. Oh yeah. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? He was like with Choco Cat and Hello Kitty. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. This is like millennial icon because he he's just like, I don't wanna do shit. I'm gonna lay here on the plate. And then he has like little uh cartoon bits of him doing like skits and stuff and it'll just be like Oh, I don't feel like moving. And then, like, he gets forced to flip in the pan because, like, a human's cooking him. And he's like, oh, I guess he, I'll move. He genuinely looks like that um, that god that comes into Studio Ghibli, the the sweatshop. Yeah. No, no, I'm sorry. The spa that, like, Obaba owns. Yes. And, like, um, thank you. The river spirit that comes in and, like, Chihiro actually has to, like, help him with the bath. That's who he looks like. Like, his facial expression. I love that. Yeah, like... It's fantastic. That was... Like, I don't know. It was like, you're not supposed to do that as, like, as like a... They told her that, too. It was like, you're not supposed to get up close and personal with the clients. But he was like... Because it's a spirit. Yeah. You have to pay your respects and let them do their own thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, That's why they got mad. I, I missed that. They got mad at her after that because they were like, um, what did you do? And then, like, you, she no. had to meet Yubaba after. Yeah. No. She went to Yubaba. They got, they got like, really cool with her because she, like, ended up spilling all of that gold in the process, which oh, is yeah. why it was like, okay, so you're all good because he paid us, like, loads. But it was, like, risky. Like, and, like, Yubaba was like, she had to talk to her because that was, like, a liability for, like, the legal situation of the bathhouse. I thought it was because she was human. She couldn't talk to gods because she was a human. Because in that world, she was like an embarrassment because she was a human. Because yeah. everywhere she went, they were like, she you had smell to hide like her a identity. human. Yeah. They were like, you smell like a human. Or wherever she went, they'd be like, it smells like human in here. And Gross. her friend Lynn would be like, don't worry about that. You know what I'm saying? Um, there's this restaurant. Vice had this thing about this restaurant that serves you everything that they ate. Her parents ate before they became pigs. You can eat like everything. Like exactly what it the is. The glutton in me is like drooling. Like I would love that, but I, I think I cried when I saw her parents turn into pigs. Cause like that's like my worst fear. Oh, your your parents turning into pigs. I guess even though I don't really care for them, but I'm just like, holy shit, that would be terrifying. And then yeah, I just if you guys interact with them as pigs. Yeah. Okay, wait. You wouldn't be able to talk to them. Hold ever. on. I gotta be honest with you. That entire scene is amazing, along with every other scene with food in that movie, because all hands. Studio Ghibli makes food look. amazing and also like in that scene where her parents are going ham on that like buffet they make that food look so good like you can't watch that scene without being like you know what I do yes I need takeout right now and I'm gonna order everything on that menu right now anime gave like ramen and like all Asian foods this like revolution where like kids in the hood want to eat like ramen (laughs) and like it's like it's like it's like thing it's like because of like Dragon Ball Z and everything because the food looks so good and now we all love ramen. So Fuda Buddha, which is an amazing ramen place in Charlotte, by the way, if you guys are listening out of state, um, is like, they have, that's why they have anime on their fucking walls. Because they're like, thank you, anime, for giving us an industry. If you're in ramen. the triangle area, you should go to Tombo Ramen. Yeah. What, what is way it called? Tombo Ramen. Tombo Ramen? Is it? Tombo. T-O-N-B-O. Oh, yeah. Tombo and they ramen. have an izakaya upstairs, so they grill you, like, different stuff. And you put it in the ramen? 
you don't have to. It's more like an appetizer bar scenario. That's what, I noticed we don't have any good like Korean barbecue places here, except like fuck no. I worked at one. Yeah. I'm not. I'm Soul not gonna name it. Next door to Soul Food. It's not that good. You can't even grill it yourself. Yeah, you can. They, did they change it? When I went, they didn't have that. You had to like order. Wait, of course you have to order, but they still grilled the food for you? No, no, like sometimes when you go to like Korean barbecue and like places with actual culture, they you grill it yourself. Like it's like a grill in front of your table. Yeah, like you the, the grill. Meat. Okay, so you haven't been to the restaurant that opened next door to Soul Food Meat Company, which is Let's Meat. It's like $30 oh. all you can eat where you just order with the server and then they bring they bring you the food, the meat, and you can grill it in front of you. The grill's in your table. Oh, okay. I, no, I went to Soul Food. From May, I mean, from March till May, June-ish of 2018. Yeah. Soul Food is like bar, like bar culture. Food. Yeah, yeah, it's fusion food. They even claim it. They're like, we're not Korean food. Oh, they yeah. have butterbeer though. That's know. delicious. It is really good. Yeah. You ever have it in like actual like Universal Studios? I haven't. You have to go to the actual, it's like a pilgrimage pretty much. Yeah. And like pay homage to like. I try to avoid Orlando. You know, all that. But yeah, Korean barbecue. Yeah, there's this place in DC called Soul Spice. You know what I'm talking about? You ever go? I've never been to DC, so I really want to make a it's, trip there. It's like like Chipotle, like to Arlington, and like go to Koreatown and shit oh, like yeah. that. The food scene in DC is amazing because there's so many immigrants and like so many cultures. But Charlotte's not at that level yet. We barely are. We have like what like like a couple Indian places, like and like a couple. I'm the the actual, Korean actual Indian places I would eat at. The, the Caribbean food here is trash. Caribbean food African trash. food not comparable there, to anywhere else. Is there even else. an African restaurant here? One or two, according yeah, yeah to people. You're gonna defend the Indian food in Charlotte? Shut up. <laughs> First of all, shut up. Second of all, the only reason why I'm going to defend Caribbean food in general and African food is because I'm gonna be completely serious. From my experience, it's a lot of word of mouth. In Charlotte. Absolutely. Yeah, yes. and people cooking out of their homes and then selling of course. those entrees. Well, also, like, even with, like, mainstream restaurants, a lot of them are very word of mouth. Like, I was actually, I had I a, um, I had a Lyft driver drive me, and she was actually from Jamaica, and she actually lived in Jamaica for a long time, and she asked me, she was like, where's very good Jamaican restaurants to live, to, to go to? Oh, live the fuck to go to <laughs> kind of and i had to literally text britney and be like britney what's some really good jamaican food because she lived in jamaica and she like she actually lived in jamaica for a year and she was dating a guy that lived there and i was like where's some really good places in charlotte that you know of and i had to tell her that where's I had that to good be like, jerk chicken literally i was like i was like so a friend of mine who like knows about jamaican restaurants she tells me to tell you to go this places and like the, my lift driver was like I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Because I was like, I have no idea. But I think a lot of that specifically mm-hmm. is word of mouth. And yeah. that tells you a lot about the culture of Charlotte without actually stating what we're talking about. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, especially Indian food included. Because of the place right around the corner from UNCC. Uh, passage to India. Yep. They're really good. And they're actually they owned are. by, I believe, an Indian restaurant. Yeah. Or, I'm sorry, an Indian family. Yeah. And, they like, are. they're actually genuinely good. And also, Bombay. Mm-hmm. Bombay Grill is like amazing. Yeah. Okay, Bombay Grill is really good. And actually, shout out to Jay. I know somebody who works there. But um, PTI is the worst, is literally the worst Indian food you can get in Charlotte. If you notice, people who are there are never Indian. That's true. That is very true. You, Indians do not go to PTI because they tell me. Madras Cafe is really good. I would go there. Um, and that's in like university as well, kind of at Mallard Creek. But it's just not. 
You can just tell they use really cheap ingredients because they don't think people can tell the difference. Chinese food in Charlotte is trash. It is. I don't care if you go to Dim Sum Palace, whatever it's called. Dragon Court is tolerable just because their chicken feet, you know, falls off the bone. But it's nothing compared to like what you can get in Chinatown in New York, DC. From what I've heard, like Raleigh is comparable just because I think the population there is a little bit bigger when it comes to. I don't know, just better Asians dim sum and Chinese food. Yeah, at least we have like Taipei 101 serves like authentic food. We used to have a Sichuan place in Cary. Uh, I think they closed down, but they literally had peppers. Wait, Taipei 101 serves like authentic food? Yeah. Because to be bluntly honest, from where I was sitting when I actually knew about them, uh-huh. they looked very commercial. Okay. Which was very surprising because I thought they were like another Panda Express. Do you know what I'm uh, saying? Like very American. In Raleigh? No, like in Charlotte, because I think we had we oh, have one or two in Charlotte. That's why, yeah. I, the one in Raleigh oh. is completely different. Like it's home style dishes. Oh shit! Yeah, and then we now have Good Harvest, which is an all you can eat oh, hot pot that? place. For twenty bucks, you can eat all you can eat hot pot. That's legit. And it's good quality. It's not like boiling pot here or like my bento that closed down. Would you down. recommend anybody go to a Chinese buffet? Do you feel like Chinese buffets are worth it in terms I'm, of quality? Okay, like. Just to put myself out there, like, my parents have owned a buffet, so yes and no. Like, there's a... My parents still took me to, like, Chinese restaurants around the area in Raleigh just because we'd scope out just to see how good the food was, what's the business like, etc. You know, it's a learning lesson. And the trick to it is select a good buffet place, but then go at certain times where the food is fresh. Yeah. Usually, what's the best time to go to a, bu- a Chinese buffet? From what I've learned, is like either right when they open up, or like when you know the turnover of food is high, when it's busy. It's busy. Yeah, I kind of, I mean, I enjoyed um, the one near University. It Golden used to be Palace or something. Or? Oh, it's like no. tucked in behind the boardwalk kind of or near the boardwalk uh, sort of but then there's one by university research park like behind the like near the japanese steakhouse china buffet oh, near the I think hibachi. That's a, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah that place is fucking dope their yeah. sushi is pretty on point it doesn't smell bad or anything the food i enjoy it i've gotten it to go to like that's my go-to place at least in charlotte and tintin used to have a really good reputation until recently like they've gone to shit that's like near Carolina Place Mall, like near South slash West Charlotte. Is is General Gao's chicken actually authentic Chinese? Like, no. can I go to China? It's not. It's no. American Chinese. Yeah. Okay. General Tso's chicken is, first of all, deep fried. It's in this sweet glaze that is. You can find something similar in China. Like we we do this traditional dish where it's more like. Uh, pork ribs like chopped up into like bite-sized pieces with taro potato um, and it's more like a sweet vinegary sauce and not just pure sugar like I've literally watched my parents or my my dad make the sauce and we literally pour in so much white sugar into everything pineapple sauce whatever I can tell you all the industry secrets you know yeah, yeah. Chinese American takeout cool. so, uh, like the Chinese American takeout food ecosystem is purely based on capitalism and adjusting to american taste buds and it's been like that since what the seven uh, not the 1700s since like the cowboy times 18 late 1800s 1900s for sure yeah Yeah. oh yeah for sure 1900s because when we cooked our own food people would be like what the fuck is this too spicy yeah Yeah. fuck you chinks like i don't eat fish with bones 
the fuck? <laughs> That's what they said. I've reclaimed it. I've reclaimed it. Mm-hmm. I'm really passionate about like learning the history about Chinese food. Yeah. You just called me out on my bullshit because oh, I, I actually still- genuinely order General Tso's just because it's spicy and because it's actually genuinely a good dish. But I love General Tso's no, chicken too. No, it's spicy. For Americans, for Americans... It's yes. spicy. And then Come whenever on. I get it at a takeout restaurant, I'm like, it could use more hot For oil. For most Americans, they'd be like, wow, this is like I, peak hot. And it's yeah, like, no, it's I, not, but it's still good. I answered the phones at my parents' restaurant for 13 years, and I'd literally have people call back and either say, this is not as spicy as I ordered it, or, oh my God, it's too spicy. And we t- changed nothing about the sauce. And they would change their mind, like a placebo? Yeah, and you know, oh, I could go all day about the MSG, like, sort of, like, fear and Chinese food. Oh, my God, it gives me a headache. But when you eat Doritos, it doesn't give you a headache. Yeah, It still has fucking monosodium glutamate. Like, fuck off. Honestly, it's probably just embedded racism as well. Mm -hmm. Deep inside. Yeah, Um, but I love General So Chicken. I love orange chicken, my guilty pleasure. I chicken. Really? You don't like the orange peel? I I don't like the sweetness of it. It's too sweet for me. Okay, okay. General So Chicken is like that middle ground, and I get it to where it's General So Chicken and put sesame seeds on top to kind of get that flavor going. You get the, ooh, you get the the, the sesame general. I'm really picking my lo mein, too. I saw this one recipe for orange chicken. I think it was like a hood recipe on Instagram where it was like, we make it orange chicken. (laughs) And then, like, one of the ingredients was, like, orange soda. Okay, yeah, no. Yeah, we don't like, use that. Use the orange soda to glaze the chicken. And she, like, put the orange soda in, like, a... My mom pours in Coke wok. into, like, ribs and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, certain dishes, but not, like, chicken. Yeah. yeah. Orange soda would be, like... That's, like, the limit. I don't even know where you can buy orange soda. Fanta. Where do they... They don't sell them in... Like, it's, you have to go look for it. <laughs> like, you can't get it at, like, a vending machine. They don't sell Fanta. It's always like the standard Coke, Mountain Dew. That's true. Sprite. Cherry Coke is my shit. Cherry Coke, Vanilla Coke was my shit for a while. That's really good. You know. Korean fried chicken is so good. Yeah, that's what's a up new with that? KFC. Really? Yeah. What's the difference? You should go to Banchan. I mean, I've been to Banchan. Yeah. But I got the bibimbap. Is that what it's called? Is that how it's known it? for its chicken? It's like going to McDonald's and getting a salad. But I'm also gluten free, and oh. like they use the flour. I'm sorry about that. Wait, is that just be- like a personal choice? No, or? no, it's not. God decided it for me when I was born. Celiac? No, it's like or? an intolerance. I oh. won't die, but like I won't be pretty either. Well, I'll. You wouldn't um, like me on gluten. I'll plug in my old workplace, which is Mod Pizza. We have gluten free crust. Really? <laughs> and it's a huge pizza. Finally, it's not like a mini pizza. No, it's like 12 inches. Yeah. It's like two, three meals. We should go together, though. Let's do that. Because, like, that's like... Where is it? Uh, there's a three or four locations in Charlotte alone. Uh, yeah, and I've it came from the Midwest. Domino's gives you a little personal love, one for 10 bucks. I love Mod Pizza. And yeah. for the gluten-free, it's like... It, I think it's supposed to be like seven... Wait, no. It, it's anywhere from 10 to $12, but it's unlimited toppings. Then you just put fucking everything on yeah. it and get the best deal of the life. Yep. Shout out to Mod, one of the pizza. best workplaces I've ever been. I've never worked in in, in the di- in the fast food or the food industry, the restaurant industry. It's miserable, but yeah, depending on your boss, you just get free food. Yeah. What do you guys do with the food in like um in like at Chinese restaurants or like in what in circumstance? Restaurant? Okay, so let's say I get some general orange chicken and I'm like, damn, this ain't got no orange soda in it, and I like and I return it or like I don't I don't just don't eat it. I leave it on my plate. I have like a little bit. You didn't. Okay, you just had a, like a and bite there's or like two? three fourths of it left. Okay. What happens to it? So if you've already eaten it, 
most people just throw it away just because under how Chinese people treat things where it's like a stranger touched this food you know it's not right for us to eat off of that yeah. but if we can clearly see that you haven't touched it or you forgot about your order the kids fucking ate that shit me and my yeah. brother dug in we we're like oh shit they left some chicken wings and shrimp fried rice <laughs> we're gonna fucking split it like Destroy. and then like let's say it's something that we didn't really like as much like citron beef or like something with a lot more veggies because yeah. i hate baby corn i hate celery i hate carrots yo period. apparently baby corn isn't actually corn it's not like actually small it's disgusting it's i don't know plan. why we decided to profit off of that but we just ate around it we just ate the meat and then with some rice or noodles yeah picked it out yeah for sure because our parents even told us like fuck the vegetables eat the meat yeah that's yeah, what costs big. more yeah it's yeah, strong protein mm-hmm. uh, yeah this is really good by the way what is that the strawberry um nigori it just tastes like strawberry milk Oh, so it has that yogurt in it? Looks like it has like somewhat. So it's an it alcoholic like yogurt yogurt-y. drink kind of. Yeah. Like kefir with like vodka. Probiotics. Shout out to kefir. Speaking speaking of kefir and like Asian cuisine, um, Lassi is Lassi is amazing. Good. Shout out to all my Indian friends and family. Hala. Hala at you guys and Pakistani because they drink it too. Yeah. And just South Asian in general. Mm-hmm. Um, they all drink that stuff, but it's amazing. And they they also have a version of Lassi which is like white, which is just like yogurt and it's salty. That sounds delicious. I, I like the mango last year, though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Hands like down. Mango, mango, anything is good. Yeah. Like the mango. Shout out to Mango Jewel Pods. <laughs> Jeweling with my mango. <laughs> Remember those memes? Like, you know, if you don't open the door for you, you got to let that man go. And yeah. Like, my mango. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something about Jewel Pods. Oh, yeah. You know what my cousin told me? He was like, hey, Linda, why are there toilets in the jewel room at school? Wait, what? He said, why are there toilets in the jewel room oh at God. school? Because at his high school, all the high schoolers fucking jewel in the bathroom. In the bathroom. And I, I, it just left me in, like, stitches for a whole week. I, was, I just people it never do, left my People mind. do that shit on planes. I was on a plane to Sudan, like, way back. <laughs> at least I was more considerate. I just put it in my bag, and I was like, I'll just do it after i get off the plane i'm not, I'm not getting this confiscated yeah um and i had like two three jewels on me like the actual thing yeah <laughs> shout out to LaGuardia. they didn't confiscate my shit yeah they, they shouldn't take it at airports they take it at concerts so. shut up london <laughs> i went to uh, new york to one two <laughs> i got a hundred guns a hundred jewels <laughs> <laughs> i got a yeah it is it's addicting Shout out to Asians and liquor. We do it right. This tastes like a fucking Snapple. Mm-hmm. It looks like strawberry, strawberry milk. Do you want to try it? I'm good. I don't drink. What a good boy. This is, uh, this is Satan on Easter. Satan on Easter. <laughs> the devil's tempting you. I've, I've sipped it before. I've sipped alcohol before. Is that a personal I choice? This, I dated this one girl. It's a personal choice. I dated You're this. like my old roommate. It just made me feel bad when I guzzled a bottle of wine in front of her. And she's nah, like, you're no, good. I drink. I, I, dated, I dated one girl who drank. Like, she was, like, Muslim like me, but she was, like, uh, you know, all, all doors open. So she drank and everything. And I don't remember what it was. It might have been, like, tequila. Or it was, like, mixed with cranberry juice. Oh, delicious. But, yeah. But um, she was, like, just sip it. And I was, like, yeah, I might as well try it. And it did not taste good. <laughs> I feel like my acid reflux just, like... Like, I felt it burn down my throat. And I'm like, how is this enjoyable for anybody? Yeah, I have major indigestion. But Shout yeah. out to IBS. You got to try everything at least once to make a concise. That's con- true. Concisive. Concessive. So you concessive. don't eat pork products at all, right? No, because I've had liquor before. And this looks like dirty river that water. 
pond water. <laughs> this actually looks like, looks like Ovaltine. Shout out to the Ovaltine. Hey. I'm not. Try it. Yeah, it smells expired. I'm not trying it. It's yogurt. Yogurt is expired. Oh, milk. yummy. Sippy. It's too light in alcohol content. No, because it does not look appealing to me. We stand a pure boy. I'm a Puritan. No shit. Yeah. Wait, solid question. So you don't eat pork, right? No. Okay. I have eaten pork and it's fucking delicious. And any Muslim who tells you. Any Shout Muslim out to turkey you, bacon, though. I actually had turkey bacon this morning. Amazing. It was uncured, too. Yeah. It was really good. I killed the whole pack by myself. You Cooked. They, they do to make it look like actual bacon. They yes. mix the dark meat and the white meat to give it the stripes. I love it. Yeah. It cooks better, too. It oh does. yeah, very smoky it's taste. It's better than bacon because I hate cooking bacon. Mm-hmm. You can microwave bacon. Yeah, and I'm not even a fan of crispy bacon from the start. I like chewy bacon. Yeah. Too dry. Regular bacon is bullshit. Yeah. Regular bacon is bullshit. With that slight char. Period. Period. Don't eat the piggies. Pork ribs are fucking delicious. I mean, baby back ribs are amazing. It depends on where you get them. Just, I had them at the Boardwalk Billy's on Eid, which is a Muslim holiday, and I didn't know that. I, I was I was served them by accident. I ate all of them, and I like sucked the fucking marrow at the bone, like everything. And then I was just like, oh, these are kind of small to be from a cow. <laughs> <laughs> I never seen a was, cow this was small. This a baby was it cow? veal? <laughs> veal ribs? <laughs> Venison? I don't. know. And then I was just like, but that was amazing. It was just really salty. Pork is salty. One of my friends is like Seventh Day Adventist, so he doesn't eat pork. Oh, they don't. Mormons don't eat pork either. Yeah, which is interesting. Jehovah's Jehovah's eat pork. Yeah. I hate to admit it, but if I were to go vegan or pescatarian, I would I would miss pork. I really would. I would miss it. I I miss beef out of anything girl no out of all red meats i would miss pork i don't like pork it i consider it a red like meat. a taste like other than chicken i consider it a red meat i don't consider chicken a red meat that's no, just me personally thank you but like even pork, dark meat would, chicken is light in girl, color duck is a lot of work yeah, roast duck no, shout out to my asian shotties no. it's so Fuck, you it's know good. about picking duck it's so good but bitch we had that one year for thanksgiving instead of a ham or a turkey i'm sorry that was the most work i've ever put oh, yeah. into oh my god duck that bitch was bra. like that was like diffusing a bomb that was ridiculous i was like dude what is marrow and what's meat i can't and like if you if you're like um, I guess smart with it, you actually want a duck that's not as fatty because like with too much fat content, it just gets sickening. Yeah. Uh, like foie gras. Yeah. It's also like ninety percent fat because I hate to be this person, yeah. but like most of duck is fat. Yeah. Like we when we carved off all the fat, it was literally like this much meat left, and I was like, damn, dude. Yeah. I like, love I guess. like are lazy ass animals. Yeah, I love picking duck because like the skin just gets crispy, and you get that and the lean meat, and then wrap it up in the wrapper with some hoisin and scallions and cucumbers. That is the best that life has to offer. Like I always like, like you one can't of the find food, that in One of the foods in Spirited Away was duck, like the crispy duck. They were just like bit into it. Crispy pork too. I would miss that. Crispy pork, depending how the pork is Girl. prepared. Because I would not miss pork chops. Period. Yeah. Oh god, no. Well, no. Pork chops are like mediocre at best. But I will say this: duck. You're absolutely right. It Crispy absorbs duck. flavor. Very like there is. No- 
You could add anything you want to duck. It'll absorb it. Yeah. Period. It's a great medium. Period. I feel like pork chops are like the white interpretation of pork. Yeah. Like, do you guys eat pork and chops? I, I only eat it because my grandma gets it for free and she like brings, like she makes us take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pork chops. So we get it in like, not wholesale, but like because she's like on food stamps and stuff. She's like, I just have too much of this. Here's all these pork chops and I don't even like pork. So I'm like, okay, it's, Yo. it won't go me, like I won't go hungry. So yeah. A lot I mean, of tilapia free fillets, food, too. Uh, tilapia. We see tilapia. My dad used to love tilapia. I didn't figure out why. Apparently, I was told that it was because it, che- it was a cheap fish. Very, I didn't know that. I just, very, but, like, it's, it's also like a native fish to Sudan. Yeah. So I thought my dad was just being reminiscent. But then cod is also really cheap, and it tastes a lot better than... It tastes a I'm lot a whore better. for salmon. Salmon's expensive. Oh, yeah. I'm an expensive bitch. Yeah. To be honest, salmon is superior, but also you're absolutely right. Cod is cheaper and it's better than tilapia because mm-hmm. you get more for your money. Because yes. cod is like, like There's tilapia more is meat on like the bones, right? Exactly. Yeah, tilapia is like a fish. pork chop, whereas cod is like a steak. Yes. Like you get a lot more for your, swordfish yeah. too. Literally, swordfish the protein is structure is different because tilapia Same. is just flaky and depending exactly. how you cook it, like it's just exactly eh. also absorbs like, anything that you put in it. Exactly. Also, to be bluntly honest, tilapia is not flavorful. It's literally like eating nothing. But, um, yeah, salmon and swordfish, bitch. Swordfish is like the red meat of the seafood world. I've never had swordfish. Uh, Tilapia? Mahi, mahi, like tuna is acceptable, but I don't even like, like grilled tuna like that. Or like canned tuna, you know? Like, like, oh, canned tuna is totally different. Yeah. That's like chicken. Literally chicken of the sea. Tastes like yeah. like a chicken with like chlamydia. Yeah. That's what it tastes like. Cat food. So with tilapia, like there's like this like black piece in the middle. I never like it was like a dark it's like white meat and dark meat. Yeah. Well, like cod is just pure white. We used to go to this one restaurant in Massachusetts called the ninety nine restaurant. The ninety nine restaurants got ninety nine reasons you'll always come back for more. And um, they used to have like this Sponsors. really good tilapia. It's really good. But their slogan was, it's like, come down where the beer's on tap and the popcorn's always free. <laughs> I'm like, that was the thing. And like, they would give you popcorn instead of like bread. <laughs> and you just eat popcorn until your meal showed up. It was weird. <laughs> nah, I'm good. I'm going to go to Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with the honey butter. Fuck you know. Honey butter. Also with those peanuts that are like nonstop. You can just throw on the floor. We got like a five guys. Am I thinking of Texas? No, I'm thinking of something Long, else. Longhorn? No, there was another place that it was like... It is Texas Roadhouse with the peanuts. Is that where it is? Okay, and thank you. And they have you. hot rolls. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Like, they used to give you free peanuts and you would throw them on the floor. Period. Yeah, but now you have buckets to throw the shells in, so that it's not classy. <laughs> it was people that did it. <laughs> She's like, I don't want to go it there It was a Texas Roadhouse. It was something else, but yeah, I see what... You, okay. Or like, um, what's that one restaurant? Cracker Barrel, maybe. Cracker Barrel. That's, that's my saying. shit. My mom loved Cracker Barrel. We'd always go on a road trip. Especially we would never we, stop it. We were too, like, not. Uh, I was scared to go into We those, used to live in, like, like Garner, Clayton before moving yeah. to Raleigh. And, like, we, like, Cracker Barrel was, like, my heaven. Yeah. I feel like it's, like, the place you'd walk in and then, like, you'd be the only color person Now it's there. a different. Yeah, now Everyone it's a different. Look at you. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Even, like, as an Asian person, like, all, the, like, the white old men, like, stare at me. I'm like fuck you want i'm here for the chicken quarter or bake whatever it's Sorry, called man we don't have pork fried, fried okra back in the day when we used to go there i was like really young but that is a horrible restaurant 
Period. I don't know. What I guess the fuck? A restaurant has a country <laughs> gift shop. Shut the, the very front. fuck up. At the very front. Exactly. And then you when have you to pay now in. at the gift shop. Exactly. For your meal. Yeah. When you walk in, they have bullshit country gift shop shit. No. But as an immigrant child, you're like, holy shit, this is all awesome. There's candy no. and toys everywhere, no. even though your mom never let you buy any of this no. shit. Nope. It is rooted in racism. It is oh, such yeah. bullshit. And when you read that menu, you're like, wow. Mm-hmm. This is a legitimate plantation house. Oh, yeah. Very. I am Hindsight done. is 2020. Absolutely. The last time that I went there, I went with my dad and we went there for lunch because we haven't been there in like years. And I ordered their beef stew and they gave me a small pot. And I do mean a pot, like with a handle. It was full of like this like brown gravy with like carrots and potatoes. Yeah. There was no beef. And I looked at my dad pre- like periodically. No, I was like, they for sure gone down in quality though. Oh yeah, no I, doubt. I looked at my dad in the face and went, "I ordered a beef stew and there's no beef." And he was like, "Yeah, I noticed that." I was like, "No shit!" And they give you this like little it's been ass liquefied skillet. in the stew, bitch. That shit is <laughs> it's like dinty more, but like cooked more. Oh yeah, yeah. Cracker oh, Barrel yeah. is not the place to go now, but it, I feel like it was ten years ago. Look. Did your parents like most immigrant parents like pack lunches? On like road trips, like we ain't stopping for shit. Like we got like. What do you mean used to? My mom still does. Yeah, my mom still does. Yeah. She, <laughs> she gives me like ten apples to bring to like New York, and she's like, "Here, in case you get hungry," and then like some bread. <laughs> and Apple I'm like, sandwiches. And I'm like, all these foods will make my hands sticky, whether it's a road trip or a plane. Like, don't do this to me. And pack zero napkins, but then still use a Starbucks Starbucks napkins as toilet paper at our house till this day. <gasps> Yeah, whenever we go to hotels, my mom will take, like, the toilet paper, the extra, like, rolls that they, they leave, and the, the, I think it's paper thin. Ask like for room paper. service. Hey, can I get more toilet yeah, paper? Yeah. More soap. <laughs> <laughs> I steal it off the cart. My <laughs> mom would collect the hotel soap, but Like, yeah. come back with the bathrobe. We never got one in our room. I think we were supposed to leave the bathrobes when we went to Japan, but my mom took all of them. And so, like, now my brother still wears, like, a bathrobe from, like, uh, a hotel. But, like, it's, like, Japanese style. Like, like, like kimono? Yeah, like Quote a unquote. yukata. Yeah, like, more casual. But it says the hotel's name on it. And I'm like, I don't think we were supposed to bring that back. But, you know, he's a weeb, so he'll he'll wear anything. Tokyo Inn. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was Shout always- out to immigrant moms. Y'all, y'all really trifling on y'all some other level. That. And then, like... It's like that soap from the hotels was always dry as fuck, and it would like dry your hair out, your skin out. Fuck that and you shit. You know, us black people we get ashy as hell. We ash easy. <laughs> like it's Ash Wednesday, you know, every day. Yeah, for us, like, yeah, most Asian people. I mean, from what I have experienced, they don't use conditioner. But like for me, I have like drier hair ends, so I have to use conditioner. So like, two in one never worked like well like you just get knots everywhere and like hotel soap was just awful it was the worst yeah and like you want to bring your own soap but it's such a fucking debacle because mm-hmm. you gotta like put it in little if you're taking an airplane you gotta put them in mini bottles and you gotta shibadoo shibada yeah it's just a fucking worst so you just like thug it out while you're on vacation or whatever but um i went to like my hairstylist or whatever my barber at the sports clips Ooh. you know <laughs> which is pretty much a which is pretty much a brothel it's pretty much a brothel <laughs> <laughs> it's a glorified brothel. Okay. It's like all men. Explain. They put on sports and they like massage you. It's like a geisha house, I swear. <laughs> they massage your ass. They're like, oh, you order the, the triple play package. Um, we have a massage package. And they like, she grabs like this like big old like, those like Brookstone massagers that like vibrate. And she I didn't even mas- know that happens. That happens. I've been to a sports 
I don't even. I'll know just how say that Chinese salons that. in New York and like select few in like North Carolina, they'll give you a full scalp massage That's when you're amazing. back there, and like it feels amazing. And then some of them will like because it's like Chinese tradition to like use your nails, like they'll exfoliate the shit out of your scalp. All that dandruff, the yeah. layers and layers. Yeah, but it feels good Caked. in a way. Yeah, when my grandma did it to me when I was a child, it felt like torture because yeah. she'd actually use strength. But like they do it in a way where it's um, soothing at the salon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's only 20 bucks for a haircut. That's amazing. Men's is less. They charge you out yeah. the ass at sports clips. Fuck sports well, They told me never to use, uh, sh- they said only use conditioner, don't use shampoo, and only use shampoo occasionally. Um, your head would be greasy as shit. Yeah, they were like, <laughs> oh, because your hair head will get dry well, quick. No, for, for for well, that's why you use like hydrating shampoo, you know? Yeah, like, like for I'll curls. Use, like, and what's stuff. that kangaroo one? Um, Aussie. Aussie. Yeah. That's what we have. And somebody bought like the huge thing, so we got to use that shit till it's done. Facts. <laughs> no one kept the receipts. For you, that would be like beneficial. Yeah. Because white people use shampoo every single day, but that's not like. Yeah. To be bluntly honest, like. White people use shampoo every day, but we honestly do not need to do that. Like every other day at most, if not twice a week, would be ideal. Mm-hmm. But like using a conditioner, girl, you're fine. Only on the like, lower okay. half of your hair if your ends are fried. Thank you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and anytime I no. dye my hair, I use Olaplex, which is like a really expensive product, but it repairs your hair, especially if it's been processed. <gasps> no. Okay, James just spilled his drink. Not the strawberry nigori. You're good. It's okay. At least your shoes will smell good. Yeah, smell like With fermented rice wine. I can't do anything now. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's out there. Oh, well. It's it's public information. It really is, though. Um, uh, what was I saying? We were talking. What were we talking about? Hair. Oh, hair, yeah. Remember hair the care. Brazilian keratin treatment? Oh, very. Yeah. Did you ever get on that bandwagon? My sister did. I think I did some sort of, like, Japanese hair treatment where it's, like, straightening, but, like, mainly because, like, some Asian hair types can get frizzy, and, like, I felt like it fucked up my hair forever because, like, the new growth would still be, like, frizzy, and then my ends would be, like, pinned straight. So I only yeah. did that once and then, like, cut off all the hair that was straight, and I just accept my hair type for what it is, which is, like you know frizzy and humidity but like if i straighten it it should be okay like but that's an effort like i only straighten for like special events like uh quinceaneras i've never been to a quinceanera graduations yes bar mitzvahs possibly bar mitzvahs yeah and i'm awful at like curling my own hair because i just ignore the back so <laughs> it's only curls at the front <laughs> like um one of those uh like orthodox jews in new york Sarah city Fawcett. <laughs> Yes. The braids, <laughs> wings, baby. <laughs> Fuck you know about these. Uh, Fair got nothing on me. Um, I try my best to hit the back, but like, or I just like straighten out into a bob because I have shorter hair now. So it is what it is. Yeah. Or let it air dry, which I always do. I don't even have a hair hair dryer right now. I get like like my hair is weird because it's like I feel like it doesn't match my skin tone. So like it'll be kind of like coarse straight. Your hair is cute finish. though. It has like know. gentle waves. I'm, I'm finishing. Yeah, it's got it's got gentle waves. So like, but yeah, it's not like the traditional what people expect when they yeah. see. Yeah, that's know. how I felt like you weren't Indian because I was like, I don't think you'd have waves. Yeah, like what's <laughs> the hair going type on here? is different. It's like, is that a perm? Like, what's going on? Can we and talk about early 2000s? Like Chinese people had the ugliest haircuts. Like they have frosted tips, like oh, Guy Fieri, and yeah. like gel them up. And then like that um, 2000s, like K Japanese visual like sort of Dragon. like long scene hair. Yeah, partially dyed. 
Yeah, it was ugly. It was an ugly moment in time. Chinatown was an embarrassment. Are you talking about Jeffree Star, like, in the early 2000s? Yes, or? yes okay, period. Got you. Thank With you. With the scene okay. cut, but, like, on an Asian man. Got you. Because that was a lot. Oh, yeah, it was. I was embarrassed to, like, even go to Chinatown during that period. But now it's a little bit better because, like, we have influence from, like, Japan and Korea, which have has this huge wave, like you were talking about, about plastic. Um, or, like, even cosmetic aesthetics, like... Chinese people have really absorbed that. Yeah. yeah. And in Chinatown, did you feel like when you were living there, um, did you feel like left out of other parts of New York? Do you feel? Did you? Do you like dream about like? I wish I lived in Manhattan. Like I was in Manhattan. Oh, I, it is in Manhattan. Do you wish you lived in like like a less? Yeah, Upper East Side or in Greenwich Dumbo. Village. I don't even. I don't know. Okay, New York, so like, so. funny thing is like, if you lived in Chinatown, you stayed in Chinatown unless your parents moved to like Pennsylvania or like some other state. So, like, growing up, it was very sheltered. Like, I only... The farthest I've ever gone was, like, the Jacobs Kravitz Center, which is, like, in, like, downtown. Like, for... Only for, like, federal, governmental, like, issues. Like, like with DMV my family. Yeah, exactly. We never left Chinatown. So, it was just the same 10 blocks... 10 block radius, like, over and over again. And, like, even for 9-11, like, I tell my friends, like... I was in kindergarten, and when it happened, like, the sky, like, you just saw all this black smoke coming up. So we were a mile away. But, like, being being in this, like, almost, like, closed ecosystem, especially in the early 2000s, you just carried on with your life. Yeah. Were you guys also culturally Chinese? Like, did you only listen to Chinese music? Very. And, like, and, like Chinese pop yeah, stars and, like, very. that? very. Because I grew up with my grandparents and not my parents because they were out of state working, um, I grew up on like 70s, 80s, 90s Chinese music, early 2000s Chinese pop stars were fucking fire. <laughs> we had the CDs with music videos, karaoke, um, everything uh, media wise came in CDs, which were usually bootleg. And like my grandma would have to like go to China every year. And, you know, if she came back, she came back with so much stuff, which I was so grateful for. Because, you know, it was dirt cheap in China back then, and you came back with these cases of CDs and DVDs to just watch and entertain yourself with. Because we didn't have cable, grew up on PBS. That was the only, oh, like... PBS Kids? Exactly. Sogla, Channel One News. Yeah, like, that was the only contact with American culture I had, besides but, Chinese, like, but entertainment. Like, now that you watch PBS, tell me that the Arthur memes are not fire. Oh, yeah. They're amazing. Yeah. Like, the fist. <laughs> Or like the incestuous memes because they're all incestuous. Where DW and yeah, that's weird. I don't, I don't like that part. But like DW is the exact essence that I wanted to portray and live through. She was definitely a Taurus. I'll tell you that. I fucking love it. She's so beautiful. Mm. And like Francesca was okay, but you I mean felt Francine? like she was Francine. Sorry, Francesca. not Francesca. Francine was like okay, but then her friend, who was it? Priscilla. She was a bitch. No Muffy. Muffy. Muffy yeah. was so superficial. I was like. Yeah. What about Sue Sue Ellen? People sleep on Sue Ellen. She's okay. I, I mean, felt she I culture. felt the most connection the to wokest. Buster and um, DW because they were kind of like the sidekicks, and DW had so much sass in her. She did. Yeah. Like, I watched Clifford the Big Red Dog so much on Emily VCR. Elizabeth? Yeah, that I wanted to change my name to um, what's that bitch's name? Emily Elizabeth. No, the other girl that with black hair. Oh. 
Oh, she was Asian. Jane or something. Yeah. Like, I, I, I would purposely write my shit in like third grade using that name. And then, but the teacher would pass out the homework and was like, who the fuck is Jane? <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, that was me. It's my alter ego. Yeah, I was living through it. I need to find out her name now. I knew a girl who had that thing too, but she had it for like Paula Abdul. <laughs> and I met her on a date. I met her on a dating app. And mine, she was much older than me. She Wait, was like Paula Abdul 30s. is in the Pussycat Dolls, right? No, no, no. no. Paul oh. Abdul, the American Idol judge. Sorry. And also the one who <laughs> featured in the Hammer Time. The foreigner movie. jumped out. <laughs> Paul Abdul from the, was from the 80s. I was thinking of Nicole what, Schertzinger. Schwarzinger. Her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is why I don't speak out loud in public. I'm very much an don't introvert. And then when I'm comfortable like this, like yeah, I just embarrass myself. Don't you? Don't you? Wasn't she a part of Denity Kane? <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Have you seen the Spin Doctors? I need to find out her name. Yeah, but like people having an alter ego at like a young age is like a thing. Like I was going I through a big crisis. And get this, my imaginary friend was white. I did, I remember. Like, <laughs> is that weird? Was that like some sort of like? <laughs> Me too. And then growing up in Chinatown, ninety nine percent of the school was Chinese. <laughs> so I was just like, "Fuck you guys. <laughs> Where's my white girlfriend? <laughs> Where's my big red dog? <laughs> like." <laughs> And growing up in that Birdwell um, Island, where you at? Yeah, only a small percentage of us were like bilingual, which was like funny because sometimes we'd say like titty in Chinese, and only like one person would understand me, and like everybody else was usually a Cantonese or like just spoke English at home. Yeah. So, yeah, only like one or two people understood me. Like, like cursing out and where we or would um, what is it like uh, code switch? Yeah, it was really. That's cool. what it's called. Yeah, code switch. Yeah. Code switch on your ass. But, yeah, why why were our imaginary friends white? I want to go back into depth. I'm that. traumatized. I think it was just like because like no white people. Oh, her friends. name was Jetta. <laughs> I would put my name as Jetta Lynn. It's and I was so embarrassed by this. Like I've never told anybody else because she like looked like me. She had black hair with a ponytail, and I was like, that bitch is me. She has so much character. Is Jetta an actual like? Is it an Asian name? I've never heard anybody with that name. Yeah, it says she is a friend of Emily Elizabeth. Her mother owns one of the island stores. See, she was Asian. (laughs) Small business owner. (laughs) They 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 did. Fuck you know about local business. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. And she she had a little brother too, (laughs) and I have a little brother. I I think I just saw too much of myself in her. My god, Emily Elizabeth. She's probably like, okay, now Jetta. Clifford is not for eating, okay? She probably see that shit. Jetta's like, that's a lot of meat on him. <laughs> Emily, you a dumbass. <laughs> Emily, Emily Elizabeth had two friends. She had one girl who was black, and then one girl who was Asian. Those were her two best friends. Yeah. I don't remember their names. Jetta. But you're absolutely yeah. right. Jetta and then the other girl. I saw myself in her. Clifford with his big old red dick was not black. Okay, all right. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I felt like our childhood was, like, was like, very good in terms of like literature, like Captain Underpants, Judy B. Jones, um, Nancy Drew, like Nancy Drew. Amber. It was um, a great time. What was that book? Amber about like Babysitters Club. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Freaking series uh, of unfortunate events. Yeah. Magic Treehouse. Yeah, Goosebumps. Oh my Goosebumps god, that shit had me shook. Uh, time t- Treehouse with like they time traveled. And they went places, and they did things, and they explored. They probably did drugs. 
<laughs> did drugs. Yeah. Oh, that's definitely what I was. <laughs> that was like LSD trips. Oh, we're nice. Magic school bus was really good too. Like Mrs. very educa- educational and like that got me into art because of like the art style and the colors that they used. And yeah. Plus, Mrs. Frizzle was like a feminist icon. Big facts. Outfits on point, Miss yes. Frizzle. Hair natural as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> she be doing her best. You're a straight dumbass for that. I swear to God. Because she would dress like every theme of the Fight episode. Me. I know. Her earrings would match too. Every Her heels. Time. Bitch. Every time. American Next Top Model could never. Every time. And you could tell what the episode would be about before it even started. Because you're yeah. like, what's Miss Frizzle wearing? Oh, she's wearing planets. We're going to space. Right. That inspired me to like like dress in like prints and stuff like that. I was like, I want a dope ass dress like that when I grow up. Yeah. yeah. Miss Frizzle, she was that. She, I don't know how she got away with all that shit. But remember that one episode where they went into Ronald's body? Oh, Ronald's yeah. Body? And like, they're, <laughs> they're like, this is a ball or something. <laughs> like, damn, Arnold, we in you right now. <laughs> Damn, Arnold, your liver fatty as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) They come out, Arnold, you got A's. (laughs) They just give him a diagnosis. Yeah. Be like, hey, dude, you have mad high cholesterol. Yeah. Your body's bugging right now. Yeah, yeah, they're bugging B. And they're like like stomping with like their Tims on his like saliva glands. Like, Ronald, you got to cut out salt, baby. (laughs) Period. Arnold, you got no limits. Yeah, Arnold, you don't use rubbers, do you? <laughs> to be blunt, you're an asshole. <laughs> you really are. Like, not even, like that's not like ten year old. That's offensive, and also you're you're dumbass. But also, like Ronald was like the most annoying one out of all of them because he was always like the nervous kid. Like he was always the one who was like, I'm scared to do this, and it's like he's a bottom. Girl, we're just learning about the weather system. Like, calm the. Calm. He was like down. a party pooper for sure. Literally. Yeah. He told the principal what they were doing and then made them have like it like in home recess or whatever. Exactly. Lame. Suspension. Exactly. Miss Frizzle, where uh exactly. didn't you you forgot to turn in uh collect the homework that we had last week? <laughs> Every fucking time. And Miss Frizzle would be like, bitch, I didn't want to grade it. <laughs> Every fucking time. It's the end of the semester, Ronald. Calm the fuck down. Calm. <laughs> Down. I did it just like you said, and I showed my work on every equation. Right. Miss Rizzle's like, okay, guys, today we're just watching a movie. And then Ronald's like, um, is there a worksheet that comes with this? It says here in the syllabus that today's a work day and we're going to pair up. <laughs> oh, I guess you're right, Arnold. I guess it's in the syllabus. I don't want to get calls from your mom again. And then you just go on a school bus and yeah, do crazy he's, shit. He's like, oh, man. Every time he was the most annoying, like the annoying student on every episode, period. For sure. Every time. Like they'd be like, we're learning about cumulonimbus clouds, and he'd be like, like I are was you a- sure, Miss Frizzle? I'm not <laughs> sure if the weather's calm. It is clouds. It's clouds, it's storming, Miss Frizzle. Literally. Every fucking, every episode, he was like the shitty Debbie Downer every time. He should have just like freaking, they should have kicked him out of that class and put him in like remedial Spanish instead. <laughs> For every science class, he was just in Spanish. I was in remedial Spanish, and I'd rep it hard. We had, like, Mr. Paulino, who literally, he was, like, this really short Dominican dude, and, like, he had, like, a huge dick. We all knew because he'd wear pants, and he couldn't contain it. Oh, my God. Mr. Paulino. Uh, and he would, like, go, like... How old were you? We were, like, in... This is, I was a freshman. In high in school? In high school, yeah. Okay. So he would walk around, and he would, like... I just... 
I've never stared at people's crotches no, like it that. Was, it didn't. It stared at you. His crotch mm-hmm. stared at you. He wore gray slacks for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> he wore like work pants, pleated khakis, with emphasis, baby. Wait, so the crease wasn't pleating those pants. Can I ask you, like, did when you went into the public school system, were you ever put into speech or ESL? No. No. I was put into like the dumb kid class, but we were. I was never in ESL. <laughs> for me and my brother, we were both put into ESL and speech. And then for me, I think I got lucky where they were like, you can speak perfect fucking English, like mm-hmm. get out. And then they put me in the regular class. And then for my brother, he got kind of caught up in the system just because his language skills were behind. But it just never seemed right with me that like they just thought every like immigrant child yeah. or Asian it's child, super yeah, to put you in ESL and it. speech. They're like they were like, separate classes. We ain't giving you this nice white education. You go in the closet. That's what that is. And being a majority Chinese school, like I think they were just too used to the system. Mm-hmm. But it was like we we can under we can comprehend just as well, you know? Yeah. Like it's not it's not rocket science. And like I was putting that like the dumb kid class, and my mom would always tell me she'd be like, <clears throat> it's like she used to be like, oh, it's because you're black. Like That's she'd be like, they're awful. not. Yeah, I'd be like, she's like, know that you're not stupid, and the system is racist. Like they, she did kind of go out of her way to teach me that. Which so when I was there, I was always like, it's all bullshit. It's all conspiracy anyway. Doctor Sebi, all that. They so. <laughs> shout out to Dr. Sebi and his Sebi. potions. His fucking <laughs> potion master. One of my roommates actually like like after Nipsey died, she was like, I'm gonna go on to Dr. Sebi and like listen to uh I think he said like you can't eat stuff and stuff of like that and like you this gotta eat make what your like, ancestors ate. And I was like, You're gonna be studying law. Do you really wanna s- believe what Dr. Sebi says? Like really? He's but, almost as bad as Dr. Oz. Honestly. But um <laughs> Speaking of, like, in second grade, I was put in the bad class or, you know, so-called bad class because they really did have levels of that where you were either advanced kind of in between or, like, in the lower class. I was put in the lower class because I talked too much in first grade. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, that taught me a lesson because, like, after second grade, I was, like, the quietest kid ever. That's um, the worst. They they fucking suppressed They questioned me because they were, like, like, you're testing higher than all the other kids in your own class. So, like, let's try to push you up. And then... I was like, whatever. And then uh, from second grade, they were like, you could actually go into fourth grade right now. And then they had my grandpa come in too. And my grandpa was like, no, like she's going to be like socially behind, you know, not with like her own peers. So just keep her in the bad class. And like that shit was fun, honestly. Bad class is lit. Yeah. We like I had this fun. girl, like she was one of my closest friends. I think her name was Sandy. And she had this like, I guess you call it defect where her chest, like her oh, heart, concave chest. No, her heart was like outside of her body. That's a real thing. And her skin, there was like a bump here, and she would make me touch it, and I was like, hey. <laughs> Could you see her heart beat? Yeah. I'd pulsate. Yeah, just like the tip of it. Damn. Yeah. Wasn't that that was weird, huh? That's crazy. <laughs> that new uh, public school forty two Benjamin Were her parents Altman. Cousins? Yeah. Fuck. I, I mean, no, wait, I don't know about that. <laughs> delete, 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 cut, cut. <laughs> yeah, and um. Yeah, they were just like perplexed. But then remembering back to first grade, I, w- I was that bitch like that like nudge my na- neighbor would be like, like just keep on talking. And then my grandpa finally got called in for like a parent teacher conference, and my teacher was like Miss Sousa. I remember her so fondly. She's like, your your granddaughter is talking too much in class. And so my grandpa asked me, turns around and he's like, why are you talking in class? And then apparently this is from the source himself he said that i told him it's because i know everything she's like talking about so i don't feel like listening Mm -hmm. and he was just like dumbfounded and he was just like (laughs) 
what, what can you say to that? Like, She's a smart girl. I guess so. Not to put myself out there, but like I was surprised myself. I was like, damn, I had a lot of like personality then. Yeah. And then... Yeah, and like so it is. that's what school is basically making you makes it's made to make you like a brick. Like if you're out of line anyway. Yeah. That's why everyone fucking like grad every anybody who said they like fucking high school is not to be trusted. They're a fucking psychopath. Or like school in general is a very boring, bland, no personality, um fucking condensed I milk. The system, yeah. Campbell's that was soup like, piece of shit. Yeah. I never once missed one hundred percent. Yeah. It's true. Like, 100%, most of the people that I've met whose peak was in high school. They still have, like, high school friends. They're molding. No. <laughs> also, like, to be bluntly honest, coming from somebody who's 20, who's going to be 27 this year, hey. I hate to be this person, but that is not the pinnacle. I'm sorry, it's not. Like, if that's your pinnacle, I am so sorry, yeah. but I'm not sorry that, like, that's like your cultural peak. Even I, that's that's pitiful. Even people in the workforce <laughs> no. or like people who are a lot older, they they're telling me now they're like, "You're gonna miss college so much," and I'm like, "But do you know how much I have to go through now? Like I have to work and be in school and on top of other stuff. I don't want that. I just, if anything, I just want to work or graduate and then work full time. I'm not gonna really miss Same. the time in school. I'm gonna miss Same. the people I met. And if we're close enough, then we'll always have that lifelong connection. But I'm not gonna fucking miss being in school and working one there two is, jobs exactly yeah there is nothing and being memorable. in fucking debt exactly there is nothing memorable and amazing about be about working three jobs and going to school full it's time suffering. and actually being in debt i don't know who thought that up but they were absolutely 100 percent buying into this capitalist bullshit and to be bluntly honest that's something that needs to be talked about because it's not memorable and it's also not like iconic and it's not like fun it's people who truly bullshit. miss college they just miss smoking weed with their friends and like fucking around the dorm Thank and you. drinking just That's say not the actual studying part exactly. and the mental fucking labor that you have to put through just say you miss your 20s that's yeah, it that's it that's all you do that's just it. just cut to the point and say you miss your 20s that's it because you could be like irresponsible and Go with the flow and do whatever you want and not have any repercussions. Just just do that. Facts. Just just say that. That's mm-hmm. it. Like just say like less and do that. Because the blunt honest truth is that is not the wave. Especially for and that comes from a very privileged place. Yeah, going to college Oh my god. Period. Bottom line Girl, is very privileged. Not only that, but one hundred percent people who say that they're gonna that you're gonna miss your college years, I'm like, for you. Yeah. Because I'm working through this shit. I'm not like staying on campus. I'm not I'm not able to do like the art classes and actually able to afford no all the bullshit. No one's paying my rent. Thank you. Yeah. I'm not able to allowance. buy all my shit that I want and still be living comfortably. No, that's you. That's a higher tax bracket. No, keep it. Exactly. And it's sad that college is the only place that facilitates that sort of social environment. When you can do that shit when you're not in college, like yeah. you can smoke with your friends, but you're like this like social like standard of like okay now when between 20 now and we're doing between classes we're gonna smoke weed and have fun i mean you can do it now that was part of the um awakening i had i was like yo i'm not i'm not i'm not in school anymore like why am i just like going with the flow like i can do what the fuck i want with my life but like because you're so conditioned because of school nobody like you know it's like pavlov's um no one questions pavlov's dog yeah yeah when you should really be questioning the system you're in and like thinking of ways to make it better and more like equitable yeah and 
Yeah, corporate. Fuck, I can't work in corporate. That's what I learned. Fuck corporate jobs. That's just school all over again. And it's for people who liked high school. Yeah. And they liked, like, lunchtime, nap time, work time, home time. Like, you want people to dictate your own fucking time. Like, you're not responsible enough to decide what you want to do in life. You want your manager to tell you what you want out of life and what you're going to do with your time and when you're going to come to work and when you're going to leave. Yeah. Okay, good for you. You're a fucking adult baby and you're just working for the system and you have no aspirations. And you're a boring person. And people who are in corporate for years are fucking zombies. They're would, horror. I can't be with them in an elevator. Yeah. I would do I would do outrageous shit Very at work like just to, like, counteract. Like, I would just go raid. We go on raids. We just do crazy shit in the elevator. We would, like, like say out insane shit. Like, it was, we would, people fucking hated us on that floor. But it was, like, a little acts of rebellion kept us sane. You know? What'd you graduate with? Um, 2017. Like what degree? Oh, management information systems. Fun. Fuck, yeah. uh, Fuck that's, that's a computer. Did you love pool. the business school? Belk, Belk is the worst. The professors are shit. <laughs> everyone in Friday has like no soul. Oh yeah, everyone in, in, in Belk and all. <laughs> all my exes were finance majors. Oh, finance majors are the fucking worst. That's why we're not together. Yeah. Don't, don't. <laughs> you got I fuck with like art students now. I fuck with art. Fuck with Heavy. like history, like humanities. Geography slept on. Yeah, the same. Geog- McHenry. Geog- all yeah. humanities in general, like where you're studying yeah. actual cultures and people, and not like fucking money. There's a whole fucking major around money. My mom money wanted me to big, go into yo, like management or like business administration. What's that? Like my mom wanted me to go into like business administration or like mm-hmm. some sort of form of that. That's what all immigrant yeah. parents want. Doctor oh, yeah. business. And she was like, well, you could just run a restaurant. And I was, and like in my head, I'm like, I could do that without now a without degree. a degree. Yeah. Like I think if you have a sense for business, then you'll always succeed. But like if you want to go into that field. Yeah, yeah. College is for people who want like square jobs in, in a cubicle. That's what it's very, preparing you for. Very. That's what they trained us for. Yeah. That's what that that's it's yeah. no initiative, independent thought. It's just, I'm going to work here. And some people like that. They like the prestige of being associated with some big company yeah. um, that I hope they know they're not really associated with and they'll fire oh, you in a sorry. fucking second and that they don't really value you. But like they want to put down their little LinkedIn's and shit and they want to tell people at parties that they work for Wells Fargo or the bank yeah. or Dell or whatever, but Hewlett Packard. And it makes them feel like they're a part of something bigger when they're literally just bricks in a huge wall and they're extremely disposable. And people like that, once they quit or once they get fired, have mental breakdowns because they're like, my job and my was my identity. Yeah. Okay. Now that I don't have this got laid off and Mm -hmm. stuff. I don't. I don't have this name associated with my name with this company. I'm nothing. I'm trash. And they like people kill themselves because of that. Yeah. Um, That's definitely why. Like, if anything, I would go in. Like I would prefer like nonprofit or like public realm especially with like urban planning like you want to redesign the city to the benefit of its people but then let's say like with alex he has a class where the cannapolis city planner is teaching the class but he's not necessarily qualified to like i don't think he has a phd or anything not saying you have to but even the content that he teaches in class is not exactly relevant and the way that he's um, growing Kannapolis and planning it, it's not sustainable. It's sprawl, suburbia, let's make the roads wider, uh, and ignoring induced demand, which is like when you add lanes to a highway, I-77, 85. Once you add more lanes to fit more people, more people are going to use that road, and you're going to create more traffic. Like That's like one of like the basic things you learn in geography where it's not sustainable at all, where you need to build a public infrastructure 
where everyone can have access. Specifically like public transportation. Very. Like me and Alex are stupid fans of like public transit. Like we like just drool over like New York's MTA, even though it's fucking shit now, but still, it's still a better system. And like even globally, like you look at Korea, like their maps look fucking crazy, the subway maps, but they literally get you everywhere. Yeah, every fucking block. Yeah. There's a stop. China has um, like these uh, bullet trains now. Um, Japan has always had them and it's just- Yeah, like not having a car is a huge saving, like saving a bunch of money. You're saving time, energy. But it sucks that, like, every city except, like, New York, I guess, you probably need a car. Yeah. I can't think of another city. Maybe Chicago, if you live, like, in, like, downtown Chicago. Yeah. But it sucks that London's amazing, too. Oh, yeah. I've heard a lot about the underground. Yeah. And they got love for the underground. Mind the gap, please. I love Skepta. Love what? Skepta. Oh, Skepta. That's my husband. Big boy. Boy better know. Boy better know. That's his, like, record label, right? I think so. Yeah. He has like a lot of like anti. Use old stuff. He's got some really like bad anti-trans songs. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm thinking about, right? That's, we need to change. But that. new Skepta changed. Don't listen to old Skepta, James. <laughs> we don't fuck with that. <laughs> yeah, we don't fuck with old Skepta. We fuck with new Skepta. Yeah. Yeah. Was there any like questions that you wanted to like hit on? Um, that's it's pretty much what my what I say is it's. So it's just we ride the wave. I like that. We, we ride the conversation wave until we get to the. Because I can ramble on. Yeah. Shores. That's awesome. Yeah, that's what. Uh, yeah, you guys want to wrap it up? Sounds wrap good. it up. All right. Uh, do you have anything you want to? Let me wrap it up. And if you want to shout out anything. All right. Thanks, guys. We're going to wrap it up. Thanks for listening to another episode. Um, and do you have anything you want to shout out? Shout out your Instagram or. Yeah. Um, um, my name is Linda Lynn, and I'm studying urban planning in school. And I do freelance graphic design. So if you're interested, follow my Instagram on at urban spies. U-R-B-A-N-S-P-I-E-S. Yeah. Perfect. And James, as usual. Hello. Um, my social Instagram is Kate Bushington, as in like the UK fan, but I-N-G-T-O-N at the end. And also, if you want to follow my graphic design Instagram as well, it's J and then B-O-U-R-K-E design at Instagram.com. She does amazing work. Yeah, her stuff is amazing. And again, I'll post both of your, I'll post your Instagram in the in the description, and I'll post your Instagram in the description as well, so they'll have direct access to that. Thanks, guys, for listening. Of course, follow us on the Fairs of the Mall Instagram at uh, Fairs of the Mall on Twitter. Send me an email at the Fairs of the Mall on Gmail, and follow me on Facebook and like us at the Fairs of them All. Send me your comments, questions, and concerns, and I shall answer them the best I can with any guests that appears. Um, yeah, and keep it real, and I love you so much. Kissy, 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 Yay. kissy, kissy, kissy. kissy.